0: Welcome to another episode of The Privy. I am Courtney.
1: And I am Boris.
0: Boris, how are you?
1: I'm very well. How are you?
0: Good. So each week, guys, we um, go over the highlight of the week. So,
1: Boris. Wait, no. What's your highlight of the week?
0: Oh. Oh, look at you starting off with me! I think my highlight of the week is listening to this podcast today called The Love Bomb, which we can discuss later in the episode. Oh, I can't believe that! I
1: know it's a pretentious uh, episode, but
0: what is your highlight of the week?
1: My highlight of the week was I went to Fire Island yesterday for the very first time in my life.
0: And how was
1: that? Oh, well, just for those listeners who don't know, Fire Island is basically a game mecca. Oh, shut up! Okay, I can okay, sleep. okay. Go. Um, it was it was very different to how I expected. But very interesting, um, nonetheless.
0: What was the most surprising thing that you found about the island?
1: Personally or objectively speaking? Both. Objectively speaking, um, the bodies there weren't as chiseled and quote-unquote perfect as I was expecting them to be. Right. Which was nice. Um, right. A lot of overweight people or just people who weren't in shape okay. walking around naked, which was... Nice, liberating. Liberating, um, and seeing like seventy, eight year eighty-year-old men dressed in ja- in drag, living their truth was wonderful. Okay. Um. But yeah, uh, it would was... you go
0: back?
1: Yes, but longer. It's oh. only one for the day, and I think it's too short. Okay. Will you take check me for ticks later?
0: Ew. No, I will not. Anyway, getting on to today's um topic. What is our t- t- our topic today? Um.
1: I never said what was. Personally interesting, but never mind. Oh, okay. Well, wait,
0: <laughs> no, wait, wait what mind. was your personal... Nothing, nothing. Per, now you have to say, what was your personal interest, or what was personally interesting well, to you? it was you? very
1: interesting, and I actually wanted to speak <laughs> to you about it. Okay. So, um, well, now this is going go off topic. Go, I want to hear it. Are you covering your no, face with my hear it. No, no, just oh. go. So, um, I thought I was in a much better place in terms of confidence in myself. Okay. And I was walking down the street, and this man came up to me. And he's like, do you need any sun cream? And I was like, you just want me to come back to your apartment where the sun cream is or your house? And he's like, well, yes. So I was like, no, but that's a great line. Anyway, so then we're standing on the street and he kissed me. And then he's like, now do you want to come back to my house? And I was like, you know what? I think I'm in a position where I can be sexually promiscuous and enjoy it because, you know, I have my issues. So, turning back to his house, and as we're standing in his ramshackle of a house, his roommate comes in and just starts fuffing around us and making out with him, and it was very uncomfortable, and then he started to bite my nipples really hard.
0: Oh, wait. Okay, so this uh, (laughs) is... Keep this PG for this episode.
1: Yeah. Anyway, and then halfway through, like, he started... Doing what no man has done to me before. Oh God! Why did I ask? Why, why did I ask about this? No, because I wanted to speak about it. Go. Well, we and... have to do it here. I well, <laughs> <laughs> kind of started. Anyway, and then I couldn't do it. I felt so gross, and I, I felt like I was being attacked and pinned down. It was horrible. So it's like I've got to go, and I left. <laughs> Yet again, another. <laughs> Failed I'm, sorry, I'm sorry you
0: had to tell that story <laughs> Well I, I just thought it was interesting And I'm like, even more sorry that the listeners had to hear
1: it as well um, It was a big deal to me I was like damn I'm still not ready to have sex Okay well
0: great Moving um, <laughs> so we <go> on to today's <laughs> topic
1: It's been on my mind
0: Um, Boris actually sent me an article Earlier today from Advocate Do you want to talk about the article? Yes
1: um, so in uh, this past... Well, I don't know... A few weeks ago in the top five, we mentioned someone called Nico Tortorella. Uh-huh. Last um, nice week. Who was, well, we didn't want to release it. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway, Nico Tortorella um, is an actor who is in a new TV show which has actually been on for five years, so I guess it's, so it's new. not new. at all. Go ahead. I just discovered it, called Younger. Okay. Um, and he's this very masculine, cisgender-appearing man. Got it. Very hunky. And this article that he's that's just been published is an interview with him and his I guess partner partner um,
0: of 11 years
1: 11 years who's Uh a woman who is gay um who identifies as gay who identifies as gay has only slept with Nico I believe as a man as As a man as the only man she slept with uh huh and the article goes through a lot of issues it discusses polyamory it discusses the nature of bisexuality about trust about the meaning of love um this simple article really brought up a lot.
0: I agree. And I actually I really it was... enjoyed it. So Boris sends me articles on a daily basis,
1: which Courtney normally ignores. <laughs> so <laughs> this is very nice you this. I normally read this. ignore
0: them. But he is accurate because usually I'm just not that interested. And even even with this, when I read the title, what is the title? I think it's called the idea of queer.
1: Not such a queer actor or something.
0: Um. No. It's called. This is what a queer family, family looks, like. looks like.
1: And again, questions of what queer is.
0: Yeah. We're not doing that right now. We've um, done that
1: already. <laughs> That's why we're not doing uh, it. So,
0: I thought it was very interesting. Uh, and I'll just jump right into my very first thing that I thought was so fascinating to me. Well, first, what do you... No, you no, can go first. I'll go first. Okay. So, part of the article, which really like spoke to me and made me see polyamory in a whole different way, is... Um, how we take intimate relationships with like people. Let's say you're dating someone, this guy from Ireland or this guy I've met, like whatever the case, and we treat these relationships so much different than friendships. Right. What I mean by that is I have like a five to six really close friends, and each of them kind of provides something different for me. Whether one person I'm going to confide in, someone's going to give me great advice someone's going to be there when i need to vent and you do have all these or or for me i have a lot of compartmentalized friendships if that makes sense yes um and they address that in the article about not being able to find everything in one in each other and that they're okay with that
1: um wait how do you see polyamory because you said it changed your view on polyamory. What was I'll
0: your? Get to that. I'll get to that. Okay, so what was like, my view before? Yeah,
1: just no, absolutely not. And if somebody <laughs> was polyamorous, you'd be like, "You crazy? Um, You're just yeah, a, yeah, really. like
0: Before, I, I just could not be involved in that at
1: all. But oh. how did you look at it? Did you look like if I came up to you and I said, Courtney I'm polyamorous," what would you say? You just a, an excuse to be a slut?
0: Oh, no well.
1: Yes, <laughs> knowing you, I think that would be a judgment. But I'm going to ask a
0: thousand questions. How would you define
1: polyamory? To people who partners, don't know? Right? Just simple as that.
0: Yeah, multiple partners, I think.
1: Sexual partners?
0: Ooh, I guess. I don't know. I, see, I would ask a lot of questions because this is still very new to basically me. basically like the Mormons. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> um,
1: They're the ones that have many wives, no?
0: Um, yeah. I think. Anyway, so, um... So, yeah, before I was very... Judgmental. Judgmental, one-dimensional... I don't think I could ever have been a part of it in any way, shape, or form.
1: And you were seeing it from a personal perspective when you were judging others. Oh, absolutely.
0: But no no judgment on you for doing it. I just find that... I think before, the judgment was on someone just being greedy and not taking the time to... Invest. Invest in one person.
1: And it brings up issues of trust, which I know for you is important. Yes. And suspicion.
0: However... Don't be trying to read me in this <laughs> podcast episode. Um But this kind of changes my perspective on it to the point where I think possibly... possibly wait, 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 wait. Before I say it. I could possibly be involved in a relationship like this, but not as one of the main players. I think I could be one of the supporting roles. Because I can kind of... Yeah, I can kind of yeah, get it. And it all it also... The reason this is so current now, because mm-hmm. Granola... I will say Granola, uh, because that is the co-word. Yeah, not you are catch <laughs> <laughs> Granola.
1: Which um, is a which name is this for guy, a
0: Which is this guy who I've recently like met and like exchanged numbers, and I'm kind of like figuring it out. I could totally see something. like If he was in a relationship with someone, and we just had this like thing, I think I would be okay with but that. But when
1: he's blowing you off with his other boo, the main one, you're going to be pissed off. I can see... <laughs>
0: I don't it know. Would. I think I think with that even coming here, there's still for coming me with yeah. coming here to record this episode. Okay. I was actually thinking in detail of this and like how I could navigate it. And I think is as, as long as there's a mutual self, like a mutual respect for each other, I'm fine with that.
1: So if you like saw, not
0: blowing me off, but like being honest for whatever you like, I think as long as that mutual respect was there, I think I could do it.
1: So hypothetically, I, I think you wouldn't true. find your because I mean. Once you started having sex with them, assuming that's where it went to, you're going to become assuming. A, assuming, yeah, yes. assuming. You're going to be getting invested. You're going to get emotional. And if you're not that way, well, what inclined, if we don't?
0: I think that the, the thing that from this article that there's no like rules. There's
1: nothing no, set
0: forth no boundaries. So what if I just friends mode? and
1: polyamory? I mean, what's the difference then with a polyamorous friendship, a polyamory partner, and being a friend?
0: It could be emotional, but not sexual. I think.
1: I can. Have, I feel emotionally connected to you.
0: No, but it's not intimate at all.
1: Well,
0: who so what's that? Yo, <laughs> don't make me stop recording and leave right there. But like, I like, I could be intimate with somebody and like make out and do everything else, and not have sex.
1: Okay, so you do want to make why out I with that?
0: Sex was so country the way I said. I realized that. But um,
1: <laughs> so you'd want to? You'd be fine just making out with them, knowing that their mouth has been in front of. All other mouths and
0: I mean a lot of times You, you can't come,
1: even date someone who's on grinder.
0: That is true
1: And this is somebody you know to be engaging in
0: That is true
1: I'm just playing the devil's advocate
0: here You really are You are coming for me so hard <laughs> It makes a change Because you're
1: always coming for me yeah,
0: You are coming for me <laughs> so hard This is your time hard. to be attacked. I'm just trying to be open to the idea What I love is that um, it's, This, I think this it's also article great. really talks about Just not having any boundaries And kind of figuring it out
1: um, In every case being different yeah, every case By the way, I, I do think it's great that oh you're polyamorous. God, I can, I shut I up! I, you, I, you shut up! No, I just want to say I think it's great that you're open to being polyamory just before you move on because I was throwing shade at you. But I do think it's great, and I'll support you in this journey.
0: No, hold on! I, <laughs> I, I just to be clear. I, I didn't decide I was going to embark on a polyamorous relationship. I'm I just saying it. I am open to the idea of it. Should it come? Should it ever come to be? Am, which I'm not looking for again. No,
1: and I am open for being your emotional support should you need. Oh, anyway. Okay, carry on. I just have to uh, put that disclaimer. Oh my god. Okay, speak. Um, so no about no, no boundaries, and figuring it out as you go.
0: Yeah. So one of the things I thought was interesting is that they didn't just jump into this; they knew each other for like a long time, like 11 years. Like yeah. They've been well, in they this met for 11 when years. When did
1: they? I don't in know Chicago, you
0: in like college or something.
1: Yeah, but were they both?
0: I think they, they might been what other people. I don't, really I don't really
1: know. Nico, would you please chip in? <laughs> Whatever. Um, tell me, tell me an interesting point for you. Well, on that note, I think it's interesting that they include this discussion about polyamory in the LGBT within the being in the rubric of rubric rubric of LGBT issues, seeing it as part of the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. And he says he doesn't think that he could come out as or he would necessarily come out as. Polyamorous, but would rather come out as bisexual. But I, I don't know if they're the same thing. Polyamory being as part of the L G B community.
0: I know, but I think what he meant, and he said kind of earlier on in the, um, kind of, early on in the article that he respects bisexual. Yes. The bisexual. Label, you
1: can respect it, but which
0: I love that too. Which I, that's another point that I actually loved, and I wrote beside. Um, he thought it was really important for kids especially who can't find their tribe where they are and need to find their people, their family. Um, for that reason he thinks labels are extremely important. But
1: then they also go against labels later on. They think we're getting too many labels. Um and especially um Mayers, who's the girl. I don't yeah, know if how you from her, her. his partner. His partner. She's wants a like a labeless society I think it was Something right. She said. So
0: I think, and see, that shows something. Like, you don't have to be all on the same page to be in a relationship no. with someone. Because they do think very differently. She's very open to having sexual like, encounters, yeah. and he's a little bit more... Which
1: is funny, because you normally assume the man to be more sexually, and he's more emotional in it. Is,
0: although she doesn't consider herself a...
1: She's, she says she's gay. She's And like she says gay. most people don't really identify as lesbian. Yeah. Which I think is interesting.
0: Yeah, I do too. Maybe we'll ask a lesbian friend about that. Yeah. What else
1: do you have? Um, I think that um, it's interesting. Well, I had the labels point. Um, I have a question. What is love? <laughs> oh, God. Courtney's rolling his eyes Wait, at me. We um, and he basically says that he, on this podcast he has, uh, which was Courtney's highlight of the week, called The Love Bomb, oh, um, he says that... Um, The last question he always asks his guests, and the the podcast is all about people that he considers himself, that he loves. Mm -hmm. I get that wrong. Um, He says that, for the most part, everyone says the same definition of love. Mm -hmm. What do you think your definition of love is? (laughs) All right, don't want to do that? It's fine. I was going to just... (laughs) No!
0: (laughs) What is your... I don't... uh...
1: I mean, and how is love different from sex, which is the other thing I wanted to bring up, because... A lot of people, and I've had experience with this, particularly people in relationships, um, they'll have sex with me, and they'll say, this is just sex, but I love my partner. And I find it very difficult to separate sex and love. And Nico, in this article, says he sees sex and love as being different. And I am curious what you think, because for me, I can't, sex and love are linked. Before we
0: get into your business, because I do want to talk about that, um, in your situation that you got going on in your personal <laughs> life but um, I also was thinking about this I think it is I think it can be separate and a lot of times I would I think we all hope that it overlaps and it's with that same mm, person maybe but I think that is something that we should subscribe to our whole life so the guy I was seeing for like three and a half years weeks so or what have you, um, we will not say his name. <laughs> I have to make sure I say that to you before you say <laughs> something crazy. Um, as emotional as it was, I never found myself wanting to just rip his clothes off and be completely intimate with him. And at times, I felt I was like, ooh, is something wrong with me? Am I not that attracted to him? Mm. It wasn't that. But I was thinking today, after reading this article and listening to um, the Love Bomb podcast, Who's to say I may just be fulfilled in a different way by someone else sexually, but not have that emotional connection?
1: But do you not feel that you'd have that sexual experience with the other guy and be like, all right, I'm not going to fall in love with this other guy who's fulfilling that stronger sexual need?
0: No, because sometimes as much as I'm not a pro at this at all by any means, it's so surprising that I'm even speaking this way. But I don't think that, I mean, something Nico actually specifically says, and I think in this podcast episode um, with his ex, Kyle, um, and I don't know the episode number, but it's a really, really good episode. I recommend that you should definitely try to um, listen to it. Kyle is his name, right? His ex, yeah. Kyle. They had yeah. it for like six months. He's an Instagram YouTuber. Um,
1: Hairstylist.
0: I think it can be really physical with some certain people that you just, I'm not seeking, like granola, I'm not really seeking to have a yes. relationship, I'm just somewhat intrigued. Whether or not that will go sexual, I don't know, I but I'm just not hard. deeply invested. I'm really not.
1: But supposing it happens, you're opening the door for being in that Trust, situation. Cross that bridge when you get there. That's a risky game to play. I don't have insurance. Oh, I'll cross that bridge. What, what to do when I that's have a broken leg? That's different, though. So much is going to bail that me is out.
0: Di- that's different. How? You cross that bridge when you get there because we are unsure of what the future holds. Like, so if it is complicated, but what if it just works out well? What if granola just ends up to be one Sexy. of my polyamorous um, <laughs> conquests? I'm like, you don't know. And I'm like open to like... I think we only live once, so I'm open to experiencing it, if that is the case. Are you drunk? Because with him, no. This
1: is so unlike him. I know, I know. I don't
0: know who I am. I don't know. I don't know. Um,
1: <laughs> this article really changed your life. It
0: really did, because I'm like, we do put so many boundaries. Yes, I agree. I, Like I said, my first point about the friends, we do that with friends, where we have all these different types of friends. I'm sure you have certain friends. You do. You have friends, you, yeah. mm-hmm. you have friends that you go to the club with. You have friends that you go to dinner with. You have mm-hmm. friends that you... Go to coffee. You have all these yeah. different types of friends, but we don't do the same thing for relationships because we think we have there's the one. only one person. The one. And, and I'm just challenging that concept. I mean, Maybe it is something to their relationship. I'm not saying, again, and there's something they point out too, which is a really good point. They said something about, this is not something you
1: should jump into it. So right. this is not something just I live on trash. Tinder
0: and I'm like, ooh, will you be uh, number three <laughs> in my polyamorous setup? Which does guess, happen on Grindr. Yeah. Of course, of course. Speaking of Ryan, wait, okay, right. like, get to you. Hold on, because this is something actually that pertains to the topic at hand.
1: Okay. So, is, is
0: currently in. Would you say you're part of a polyamorous situation? No. Why?
1: Because.
0: Oh, you're just a side chick. I'm
1: just a. You side, side, side chick.
0: So you're in, Can you tell the story before I tell it? And I'm. You tell can it. tell it. Okay, you know, you're involved with a guy who yes. is in an open relationship, right? Yes. You have been intimate with this guy. Yes. I don't know what else to say. Let's just a, want you to more it. about the experience. I mean, it, it.
1: it's a it's an affair, essentially.
0: Oh, never mind. Maybe this isn't the same thing. <laughs> I don't think it is. <laughs> I think uh, I'm throwing my business uh, on the street. <laughs> wrong topic. Oopsie. But, but thank you for that. Talk,
1: Huh?
0: You guys talk outside. Yes,
1: um, We're having to const- like, to develop boundaries. Um, so for example, we're not allowed to message each other daily because that's going to lead to a routine, and then if he doesn't message me one night, then he knows I'm going to be worried, why hasn't he messaged me back? Um, and I know he's married, and they do have this open relationship, but this guy likes me a lot. And
0: Okay, so how is that different from a polyamorous relationship? How is that not? You just set in your boundaries are set up different. Well because it's the same thing.
1: He's in an open marriage, so he's got his primary partner and he's allowed to have one time sex with other people. Oh, but
0: he's not allowed to have relationships. It doesn't like, sound that way. Oh, you shady. Okay, so um, speaking of <laughs> that, gives me a great transition.
1: I feel like these <laughs> podcasts are just a way for me to like lose my uh, dignity. Dignity
0: and all, all your first. Uh, wow. Okay, I'm so, actually
1: a nice person.
0: Right. Okay, so we'll go ahead and transition. Well, no, I'm going to transition.
1: Well, <laughs>
0: no, I want to transition. This is probably better. Because it speaks of jealousy, which I'm sure this is just something that yeah. may have
1: come yeah. up with.
0: Your boo's part—I won't say your boo, but the guy's partner. Yeah. Um. And in the article, they both have an understanding to where I found this to be the most interesting part to the whole thing, which made me realize, like, oh, maybe I could do it because I could feel the same way, well, like that. Wait, not an affair. Don't put me into your <laughs> web, your web to see. Um, <laughs> no. So they oftentimes in this relationship toward. Tortorella and Myers they don't get jealous when the other is dating someone of the same sex but they would get jealous if they were dating someone of the opposite sex because children become an issue yes that is so interesting
1: because they want kids yeah why are they
0: having kids that's crazy mine is a little bit different because I'm not going like I can't see myself in an open relationship so would you be able to be in an open marriage
1: no, I don't but think But you'd so. be open to being a polyamory if you weren't the main. I just want to get it straight. Yes, I think so.
0: And by this, so this made me think, I could be, <laughs> I hate to say it, but in simple terms, the side people, I would, I would be okay with being a side chick if whoever I was dealing with was in a relationship with a woman. Is that terrible? No. But, but if they were open about it, if they I were know. both open and I was one of his... Booze. That sounds so weird for me to say. I would be okay with it because for me, she wouldn't be a threat to me. And I know I shouldn't even think like that, but I would not be bothered with being one of... Many. One of his things, yeah. As long as my fulfillment and I'm being honest with myself and we're being honest with each other. It, which is something yeah. after listening to Nico's podcast... But you have to listen to the Lopalm. I'm, like, so obsessed with it and so obsessed with him at the moment. He's so honest and he keeps it so authentic and, I don't know, it's so refreshing. But
1: listen, going to this trust thing, I maybe this is just me being jaded, but to know if I'm in an open relationship. I, and I go back and forth on this the whole time about whether I could go into an open relationship. Granted, that's different, but this trust thing is... It's, like, really setting yourself up for... How?
0: How so?
1: I know, just... If someone
0: just...
1: Look, the situation I'm in now, which, granted, is very much in its infancy, and there's no saying how long it's going to continue. I mean, I've only seen the guy twice. Okay.
0: Um, for how long? How long has the affair been going on? A month. Oh,
1: okay. Um, okay. Like, it's nothing extreme.
0: Clearly. No,
1: and okay. there's... No. And there's also been a lot of discussion about keeping feelings out of it, but it made me think if I have an open relationship or a polyamorous relationship and I'm the main person, and then somebody goes off on a sexual adventure with somebody else and falls for that person, and slowly their mind I mean, we get bored as humans. Maybe you're opening the door for him to fall in love with somebody else, and suddenly you become the bottom chick. And I think this is what the guy is really struggling with because. He's allowed to be sleeping with me, but he's found himself having the potential for feelings for me. So now he's in a situation where if he wasn't being as cognizant as he is and setting these boundaries, that he could end up having an affair with me. I don't think that's a question of trust,
0: though. I do. I think that's a... No.
1: Because when you're under the, the reality
0: d- is it just happens. You can be in a relationship with a guy... And y'all not being in a relationship, but he can meet somebody at the cafe, right. at the library, wherever.
1: I love I that you think I'm dating a...
0: a... I, love, I love cafe, library. I love that. But he can meet someone randomly and start liking that person. And I agree.
1: That. And that, obviously affairs happen. But when you agree to an open relationship, you're, I feel like, or a polyamorous one, you're opening the door to a potential. Yeah. And then to know that my partner is out there sleeping with other people who he then may fall in love with, that makes me a real nervous wreck. Hmm. And I think uh, then it's kind of like if I found out he fell in love with somebody else and I kind of went to the side, I would blame myself. I'd be like, why did I agree to this?
0: I think I could see that. I mean, that's why I don't think I could be one of the main players in it. I, I think that for that very reason. Yeah,
1: you know I think yeah. Nico
0: and I'm so like an the person. Oh, first last name is Meyer.
1: Meyer, What's yeah, the person. Meyer. I'm not sure.
0: Um, she's really cute, though. She's super cute. I really wish I had her name right off. But um, they actually talk about... They're still trying to navigate how they bring others Bethany. into... Bethany, yes. They're still trying to figure out how they bring other people into the relationship. So I think it's just something that you figure out. It's like I, one of those things you figure out as you go.
1: I think it's gorgeous.
0: I do, too. I actually I really think do. it's beautiful. I really like, do. I actually would love to meet them. Like, dead serious. I love that they're still so open... To figuring out how it works Because I think that's I think we go into relationships Thinking that we know everything When we really don't know And anything. every
1: relationship Brings with it It's whole new set of Yeah And, and I feel like They're it.
0: embracing that
1: And I I actually say I have a friend from My past mm, Yeah my past uh, And she was in a relationship For a very long time And Why are you looking around?
0: Because I my car It continues <laughs> God, don't distract her.
1: Well, you're going distract I was just making sure. Um, so she was in a relationship with this guy for a while, and she, I don't think, really realized it, but she was polyamorous, and then she was saying she loves this guy very much, and she needs intellectual stimulation from someone else, and he couldn't understand that. And he was like, What's the point of dating me if I'm not? wolf for you and I don't know what happened with their relationship it looked like it was going south
0: wait you said she was in polyamorous no
1: she was they were in a monogamous relationship but she started dabbling with the idea that maybe she's polyamorous got it and he was kind of, of the, if I remember, I mean this was a long time ago so if X is listening to this and, and as I'm talking about her please forgive me if this is wrong but I'm pretty sure it's she was uh, of the idea that um, she wasn't getting all the stimulation she needed much like this couple in the article and her boyfriend just couldn't have any of it because Mm -hmm. he was like well I'm your boyfriend I'm meant to be providing everything so I think there is some truth to the idea of having that one person to invest all your energies in and really love could you imagine having one person who's your best friend who's your lover who's your sexual goddess and is your favorite god God. Is okay. your person to go to eat with and just have everything in that one basket I think that's also has equal beauty
0: oh absolutely and we
1: and I think absolutely I don't think we should give up the look for the one I'm no, still looking
0: no I, I don't think so either and I'm not saying again I'm not saying I'm subscribing to I'm not joining the website for polyamorous people I'm not trying to get <laughs> shows up it's not going on my profile I'm looking for a polyamorous relationship I'm not saying that at all but I think we should be open to like experiences that may lead to something like this. I mean, I thought I found mostly like all the check boxes checked off with this other guy who was dating for a little bit. Um, but clearly that didn't work out. So. Um,
1: I mean, it would make it easier moving on if you had seven other boyfriends at the same time. No. No. Today, so like, oh,
0: lost that one, all right. No. I just feel like you can have like friends, I think that you may be able to have meaningful relationships.
1: I just can't... Giving get
0: you more than one thing.
1: But you are opening the door for risk.
0: Yeah, I think so. But I'm the, I would never be in the driver's seat, like I said. I just cannot be in the driver's seat. I would have Why, to be Why? Well, But in maybe you the should have yourself
1: to be the driver's seat if you're so open all of a sudden. I'm sorry? If you're so open all of a sudden, how if you're in a real relationship with somebody you love who says, Courtney, I really like something that you're not providing. Let's say he's really into I don't know, BDSM and you're not... Um, and then he needs to go for someone else and suddenly you're in a polyamorous relationship.
0: How long have we been together? Six months. Oh, I'm probably going to move on. (laughs) As hard as it is, like, I'm sure that's easier said than done, but I'm probably going to choose my battles and and move on because I, I don't think that we would be in line but, I mean, who's to say? I don't know. I think that would be hard for me to bring someone else yeah. in, of course, or, or allow him to seek that somewhere else. I would want to be all of that to some person, but the reality is you aren't. You can't be everything to everyone.
1: We're just believing a fairy tale we were taught. Oh, gosh. I mean, we are,
0: though. You are believing a fairy tale. Listen, I'm signing up for polyamorypeopleme.com.
1: Uh, <laughs> is that an actual website? No, it's not no, it's not. no,
0: it's not. it's not. just made it up. I think...
1: I, I don't think there's any
0: website like that, but
1: um, so you think affairs aren't that bad? No, I. Didn't you never say said that. that. But no, I mean, I hear, hear me out. Hear me out. Um, obviously, forgetting the honesty issue in the affair. Okay. Um, and the mistrust and the abuse of a relationship.
0: <laughs> so every, okay. <laughs> so all the bad things. Forget all the things. Yes. That affairs are. Do you
1: not? Do you see? Oh well, I'm not like. Of course, it could have had an affair with you know because. How could they be expected to stick to one person? Do you not have a bit more like sympathy for the people Uh, in
0: an affair? I don't. I don't. Because you. It's a mutual understanding. You. Both know what you are Like in that situation You have signed up To be one person Monogamy is like The goal So if you don't work at it If you veer off No I don't have any sympathy to that uh,
1: Because that is like Understanding Of losing the uh, Because you always see these people Who have an affair And I see it the whole time Why did she cheat on her husband She had everything She had the house And the kids And this and the And that
0: yeah, I, I don't have an under, a clear understanding. I think it's different because in a polyamorous relationship, two people are agreeing on the same thing. And they seem, from this article, Nico and Bethany seem like they are on, yes. as much as they have different viewpoints on certain things when it comes to sex or whatever, they are still in agreement with that. But when someone cheats and has an affair, someone is. I mean, cheating. I agree with you. I think someone, your affairs are terrible. Yes one person is not getting equal honesty so that's where I differ from that that, I will say to that though I think that a lot of times when it comes to affairs I mean it's a combination of things I think it comes from communication but I do think that you people forget to keep it I don't want to say keep it sexy but to keep those things that you guys first fell in love with um, I think I read somewhere maybe it was an article that you wrote recently about the one I just read Oh yes. um, yeah, about the two-year mark. There was
1: something about the two-year mark monogamous monogamous relationships. well. Because I think people that.
0: get so settled and so comfortable with doing the same shit and not trying to like impress. You know, when you first start dating yeah. someone, it's like about impressing. I just you lose Want it. to even in a monogamous relationship, I just want to always keep that like fire. And...
1: and to those listening, I recommend a book by Esther Perel who I've mentioned before, called Mating in Captivity. <laughs> and it's all about how to keep erotic intelligence alive, essentially. I haven't read it because I'm not mating in captivity yet, but I hear it's very good.
0: So wait, do you have any? Yes, I do. So we're running out of time, but go ahead. Um, okay.
1: So um, basically, this one point that Tortorella says is um, there are these pockets of the world. There are those pockets of the world and so many places that gay just doesn't exist, where there's no representation. Uh-huh. So, this makes me think um, he's talking of a man who escaped North Korea and discovered that gay people exist elsewhere. Um, feel free to shut me down if we're veering off topic and we can make another podcast on it. No. But it makes, I'll shut you down, me? Or yeah, you. Oh, I'm about to that. Um, do you think that gay, as, as Tortorelli is describing there, is a social is a social construct. So is this idea of a gay identity being a social phenomena that we create in society. Where I mean, what I mean by this is if you take it to the ancient world, and there was a very phenomenal and good-looking historian called Andrew Boswell. The mm-hmm. thing, Andrew Boswell, definitely Boswell. In the 1980s out of uh, Oxford University, I think. And he wrote this book about homosexuality and gay people in ancient Athens. And he got heavily criticized because he, people were saying gay people didn't exist in ancient Greece. And he really got criticized.
0: I'm going to challenge you on that. I, I think his point was a little bit something different.
1: Okay, but do you agree with that? Do you think gay... We, ca-
0: we talked about this on the queer um, Queers in the Countryside and...
1: yes. I mean, do you think gay pe- in this like gay is a context? I think gay
0: people existed. We just didn't gay have identity, gay identity.
1: As a gay identity versus a gay behavior. No. A gay identity is someone taking upon the identity themselves and saying, "I'm gay."
0: Right, but the reality is, I think behavior. Doesn't, for me, for you, it may mean two different things, but I think gay behavior
1: so you're imposing a term on them that they never had
0: yep sure am
1: so you're going back in the past and imposing.
0: sure, sure <laughs> am yes I am
1: look at you yes. Mr. Boswell supporter yes
0: I am um,
1: so you're just going to manipulate I also
0: them. think that in the article he meant that they didn't know like no, no. gays don't exist but gays don't exist in a like um,
1: outside of their space
0: meaning that they don't have like an idea of what that is As an example. You see what I'm saying? Like, people are gay over there, but they just don't see any examples of it. You get what I'm saying? That's how I perceive that. Did you perceive that different?
1: Yeah. Ah, Because they said that there are those pockets of the world and so many places that gay just doesn't exist.
0: Because it's not an example of it. That's how I perceive it. But
1: that, I just think.
0: Because let me tell you, gay exists everywhere in the world. Well, gay
1: behavior exists. Oh. But what about gay identity?
0: Well, we'll, we'll this is like my more favorite more. debate, so <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to go on and on. We'll, we'll save this for another time and another discussion. I
1: had a feeling that's what you were going to say. Do well, you
0: have any closing remarks? Well, go ahead. Do you have any closing
1: remarks? I just want to say that I think um, people, don't. People, please don't judge me.
0: Oh, my God. Get over yourself. <laughs> no one is judging you. They probably are. I'm just yourself. so.
1: Um, it's fine. I judge myself a bit. Too. My
0: closing remarks is you have to check out Nico
1: tortorella tortorella um is it so bad that right? i always think of pasta when he when you say his name i
0: do too because i but i always butcher it and i apologize nico but i am such a fan i love your work i'm gonna start following you on instagram when i get a chance um
1: and on that note yeah, if you have anything to say
0: yeah if you have anything to say <laughs> if you want to add to this could you be in a polyamorous relationship we want to know um tweet us at the preview podcast
1: and if you're, po- if you're a polyamorous person and you want to come on the show. Oh,
0: my God, I would love. Because
1: apart from this one girl who's now left the city, I don't know anyone that's polyamorous. Yeah,
0: I would love that, too. Okay, well, that's it. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>